0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Too Late to Fly podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline.
1: And I'm Kevin. Together, we're going to dive into different topics around weight loss, body image, relationships with food, and how to overcome life's everyday struggles and challenges so we can all live our best lives possible. Remember, it's it's Never never Too too Late late to Fly. fly. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. And this is episode 15, and we are um, going to be talking about Uh, knowing when to kind of trust your journey and when it might be time to maybe kind of change things up a little bit. Um, This is something that kind of this week you've had a a realization and come to realize that it may be time to adjust what plan you're following because, not because what you're doing is not working, but because
0: something doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. Right. Um, I think a lot of times when we start a journey, whether it be weight loss or anything like that, um, we can kind of come up with this plan and say, okay, this is the plan, this is what's going to happen, this is what I'm going to do to get there. And then we have it so figured out that when little changes happen or when things need tweaked or it's not going the way we thought it would, it can sometimes feel like the end of the world and then it's so easy to just give up because it's not working when in reality it's, it's not that it's not working, it's just maybe the path you're taking to reach your goal or to end, get to that end result just needs switched a little bit. So I think there's a big difference between knowing when to kind of keep going and trusting yourself and trusting the process, but also when to kind of really, you know, listen to yourself, your heart and to know, okay, something's not working and I need to kind of change things up. And that's hard, like I said, because you think you have this set plan of what you have to follow or what you have to do. And when that doesn't work. It's not about giving up or stopping. It's about kind of finding another way to keep going. Right,
1: and that doesn't mean that totally everything that you're doing needs blown up and you have to start from ground zero again and figure out a whole new plan. It might mean that maybe one little piece needs tweaked or one little thing needs changed. It's not that what you're doing completely needs overhauled. It just might be one little piece needs an adjustment.
0: Right, and I think that can be hard for a lot of us, especially me where I'm kind of like a type A. I like having control. I like knowing what to expect. And when it doesn't go as planned, it can really throw you for a loop and figure out, okay, now what? And for me, a lot of the times I would just give up and say, well, this isn't working. I tried, I gave it my all. It's not meant to be. I'm throwing in the towel, I'm, you know, giving up. Right. Um, and I think that's so easy for a lot of us. But I think life is a journey. Like, especially for me, weight loss is a journey, loving myself is a journey. And there's not necessarily one right way, one right path that's going to get us there or to help us reach our goal. And we really have to learn to go roll with the punches and adjust as needed and kind of figure out what specifically works for us because everyone's journey is different. Everyone's path is going to be different. And you might think you have it figured out and then something happens and you're like, oh my gosh, now what do I do? But it's a matter of readjusting, you know, resetting the sales, right. what's it called? And then just keep moving forward. Right. I
1: think too, there's this classic quote that says, life is a series of adjustment, a series of adjustments. And I think that fits this situation perfectly. Um, so I think with prefacing this, let's say we're having an adjustment. Let's get into what that adjustment is.
0: Right, so for a long time, um, I avoided the scale completely. That was kind of like my plan. I was really struggling with the scale. Really struggling with my weight gain, and so for me, part of that next part of my journey was completely avoiding it. Um, I didn't want to take kind of responsibility for the weight, the weight gain, and I just kept telling myself, "This is the right path that I need to do." Uh, is not look at the number, not embrace the number, and just keep going. But what that what I wasn't realizing at that time was, I was kind of avoiding it because I didn't want to face reality of what was going on, and it was easy. To kind of say I'm not gaining weight. It's not my body. It's not the foods I'm eating, and you know, to not blame myself for what was happening. In I wasn't taking my care of myself anymore, and I kind of just let myself go. And not weighing myself was an easy excuse. To just keep living. Well, that I think it unhealthy. was easy
1: not to face and admit what was actually going on. It was like, right. oh, I'm not standing on the scale, but not, also not admitting like I'm not watching my food. And I'm not
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: doing what I need to be and doing to keep my weight was under control. Really
0: out of control at this point, and instead of addressing it, I just kept pretending it wasn't there by not weighing myself. Um, and so then I thought that was the path I needed, the path for recovery, the path to start my eating disorder recovery. When in reality, it wasn't helping me at all. So I had a kind of shift course. And what I found worked for me was I weighed myself, looked at the number. And I think once I saw that number, it was able to kind of like release all of that. Oh, my gosh, what is it? You know, that mm-hmm. pretending, you know, and actually come to terms with reality that, yes, I gained weight, but I'm not going to let this define me and I'm going to keep moving forward. Um, So then I changed course again and I started weighing myself, looking at the scale. um, And I decided to start doing daily weigh-ins to kind of help not only keep track of the weight because that's not kind of what I care about as much.
1: No, but I think it was more about at this point figuring out those daily fluctuations and seeing that that's going to be a reality of what you're going to face is your weight's not going to be a constant downward trend. It's going to be some ups and downs and it's not going to be necessarily that you ate something that was away from your schedule it wasn't going to be okay i didn't do my exercise or i did do exercise and that made my weight go up there was this figuring it out that okay standing on the weight on the scale is going to give me just a way to measure okay right. these are the things that can happen and this is the way that the the weight number is moving it's not necessarily okay on sunday at this time my weight's going to be down because i did everything i was supposed to be
0: right and so i started doing daily weigh-ins to kind of A, keep track to make sure, like Kevin said, to just monitor, see what's happening, adjust, learn about the fluctuations, how my body worked, and being okay with seeing the scale go up, go down, and just kind of getting over that fear of the scale and the number. And also to kind of help me get over that anxiety of weighing on the scale, like actually physically standing on the scale, because that gave me so much anxiety, and with the daily weigh ins, it was also kind of to get over that. I'm doing a good job if the weight stays or goes down, I'm doing a bad job if it goes up, and kind of learn to go with the fluctuations, what my body's gonna do. And thought that that was gonna kind of help overcome that fear of the scale, that dependence on the number, and that emotional tie that was with weight or weighing yourself or how much you weigh. And I would say I've made huge progress since doing this. I think I've learned about my body. I've learned, you know, that fluctuations are normal. I've been okay with seeing the weight go up and not being so upset about it because I know it's normal. Um, I still have kind of emotional ties to the scale where the number goes down. I feel really excited when it went up. I had somewhat of a frustration or I was upset but I felt like I was moving in the right direction. So I kept going. The thing that's tricky with this is since I do have an eating disorder, my therapist was really hesitant on me doing daily weigh-ins because she said mentally it could start to cause some issues. And so she, my therapist, really just told me, watch for warning signs, how you're feeling, if your mood starts changing, if you start having changes in the way you're viewing food, your body with the scale, the number, and if it starts getting to an unhealthy place, then she said, I completely need you to stop weighing yourself. Um, and so I feel like this whole time I was hyper aware of my feelings when I would weigh myself. Um, I would still have moments where I would let the scale kind of, when it went up, I was upset, but I was quickly able to like move on from it and it didn't allow me to like have a horrible day. Um, and then when it went down, of course I was excited, but I didn't let it like overcome my day where then I was like, oh my God, life is perfect because the scale went down. Um, but I would say here in the past week or two, uh, there's been like a shift. And I was talking to Kevin about this a lot where I was so dependent on that number and I started doing like weighing myself three, four times a day. And even Kevin was like, you're weighing yourself again. And I was like, oh, you know, it's just to see, you know, if it's different and I kind of was making a joke about it. Like, oh, I'm totally fine, but I'm just gonna try it again. Like, I just want to see morning versus night. Or then I want to see um, before or after workout, just to see if it made a difference. And I started making these excuses for why I was weighing myself multiple times a day. Um, so I was kind of aware of that. I knew that was going on. Kevin was a little aware that that was going no, on. Absolutely, I was. I- um, and I think for me, mentally, it was I wasn't happy with what it said. So deep down inside, I was hoping if I did it again at a different time, it would be a different number, but not really admitting that or saying it out loud. Um, But I was aware I started doing multiple days, like weighing multiple times. Um, I also found last week my appetite completely was gone. I was not hungry, didn't want to eat. And again, Kevin noticed this, I couldn't get food down Right. Like, the smell kind of bothered me. Um, Certain foods I love, I was kind of gagging on again. Um, and mind
1: you, the scale kind of stayed the same and maybe went up a few pounds this week because of the heat, because of right. the water, because of all these other things that are going on. So it's only kind of confirming that the scale and weighing was playing into your actions in those other ways. Right.
0: I think subconsciously I was taking... This week, especially because it's been over 100 degrees, it's been my body's been super swollen. So, of course, that's going to play into like the scale and the number. And I think that mentally just like tweaked something in my mind that it started going to like an unhealthy place really quickly. Right. Um, so, I was doing multiple weigh ins a day, couldn't eat, didn't want to eat, was gagging on food when I was eating. Um, and I found myself doing longer workouts, adding more cardio, more to try to think if I burn more calories, maybe it will affect and I'll sweat more and the scale will go down. Um, found myself not drinking as much water because it would make me heavier. Like different little things like that I was noticing. Um, and then I think it was Friday night. It was so hot. I and then the power went out and And it was right before i was about to cook my dinner and i had a huge meltdown like how am i going to eat my dinner i have no oven no microwave how am i going to cook my food and kevin's like let's just go pick something up it's super hot but you know now we have no electricity we don't know when it's going to be back on and that was like the end of the world i was like i'm not eating out i'm not i have to eat my food i have to stay on program um And I think after I kind of said that out loud, I was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh, something's not right. Um, So we ended up picking up food. There was, I mean, it was was, 6 o'clock at this point, um, dinner time, and we somewhat heard... It was like 6.45. I mean,
1: it was even later. It's
0: not going to come back until after 9 o'clock, probably. Right. So I was like, my first thought was, well, wait. You know, I'll just wait to eat. And I was like, well... What would my therapist tell me? What would I tell a friend if this happened? I would say, go pick up something and eat dinner and be done with it. And that's what we did. Um, but inside, I still had bad anxiety and I kept thinking about it. I woke up the next morning still not feeling good, stood on the scale right away when I woke up, saw it was a little up, and I was done. Like I was completely like, I'm not doing this anymore. Um, And I talked to Kevin about it like all day yesterday. And it wasn't just because it went up. It wasn't because I ate out. But I think that was the last straw where I was like, it's getting to a very unhealthy place and I need to do something different.
1: Right. And I think it too, it it had gone to, the scale was giving you a data point. You were accepting it. You were continuing on making the choices that were healthy and moving in the right direction of your goal of overall general health and wellness. And it got to the point where you're allowing that number to dictate your actions and change your behaviors and that's where we needed to make that tweak and make that change towards going away from that daily weigh-in because you know that A, your workouts are what they should be, you're not needing to add more, you know your diet's locked in, you know you're eating enough, you're not eating too much, you know you're not eating too little, Right. like you're eating the right amount of calories, you know that you're drinking the right amount of water, like, you know that the choices you're making are going to move you in the direction of where you want to go for overall health and wellness. And that that scale was holding you back ultimately from making those good choices. And, and it was making you do things to alter what that number was doing, not to get to your overall goal.
0: Right. And I think once that started happening, I was like, I need to switch it up and it's not oh now weight loss isn't working i'm giving up on weight loss or my workouts aren't working i'm going to start switching up my workouts or um because like kevin said there's nothing more i can do like i was enjoying my food i do enjoy my workouts i do enjoy drinking my water and getting my movement um and it was getting to where I wasn't able to eat. I wasn't enjoying my workouts. Um, and it was a matter of one week it was good, the next week it wasn't. Like that's how quick, mentally my brain kind of switched. Um, and so because I was hyper aware and I promised my therapist if things change, I'll change. And I promised myself if you know, recovery to me and living a healthy life is more important to me than even weight loss at this point. So what I need to focus on right now is what's best for me overall.
1: But that's and not to say, too, that what you're doing is going to prevent you from losing weight. That's just saying that you're not going to allow the scale to dictate your actions and your behaviors.
0: Right. And it's not, like, I'm, like I said in the beginning, giving up on my overall goal, which is to lose weight, or it is to recover from an eating disorder and live my best life possible. It's not giving that up or throwing that out the window. Right. It's changing the course and the action of how I'm going to get there.
1: Right. Because the other things that like we've talked about, you're still doing. You're still eating the right foods and the amount of foods. You're still getting your exercise. You're still drinking your water. Everything else is in line and getting you towards that goal. There's just one less way to measure it.
0: Right. And I think... Letting go of the scale and the weigh-in for right now is going to help me focus back in on what's important And hopefully help me enjoy my food again Help me work out because I love working out again and not making decisions or choices based on what I think is the best decision And choice for what the scale is going to say um, Because that's where exactly I was Was I wouldn't eat pretty much all day so then when I got home from work I can stay on the scale and hopefully it would be down Or I wouldn't drink all my water, so hopefully when I got home, I would stand on the scale and it would be down. Or I was making all of my choices and decisions based on what I thought was best for the scale, not what was best for me. And when that switch happened, I had to listen to what my therapist said, I had to listen to myself, and so what I kind of decided is for right now, I'm just not weighing myself anymore. And it's not going back to the old way of now it's a free for all. I can eat whatever I want, and you know, have that binge eating tendency come back because I'm not weighing myself. It's I'm still gonna keep doing what's best for me, but like Kevin said, it's just taking out that one piece of it of the scale and the way.
1: Right, but I think like we've talked about too. Instead of using the scale as a way to measure your success, we're going to be taking before uh, just progress pictures, and we're also going to be taking measurements to see okay, are you moving in the right direction or are you not? making progress as quickly as you'd like to, and we can adjust based on that as opposed to saying, okay, here's the scale on a daily basis, and I'm going to base my choices and decisions of what I'm going to do based on what that scale says.
0: Right, so I think that's important to take into consideration when you're on a weight loss journey or you're trying to reach a certain goal, is it's adjusting the little things along the way, but without giving up the overall goal of where you want to do or where you want to get. Um, and for me, it's hard because weight loss and recovery, like I've said, don't usually go together, but I'm making it work for me. And part of what's making it work for me is listening to myself, what I'm struggling with, what are my challenges, what, what's working, what's not working. And that's specific for me. And it's not saying, well, it works for that person. So why doesn't it work for me? Or that person can weigh themselves every day and they have an eating disorder and they're not struggling with it. It's really breaking it down and focusing on you and what you need in order to continue to move forward, to reach your goals, to live your best life. And as much as I think daily weigh-ins are helpful, and I think if I can get to a place again where I'm not basing all my decisions around what that scale says, I definitely think eventually I do want to go back to that. Um, but just where I'm at in life and in my... Just currently
1: right now with what right, your, with your my actions recovery, and your thoughts and your feelings, right, it just wasn't working.
0: Right, I just need to kind of let that little piece go and remind myself it's not I failed. I'm not failing at recovery or at weight loss, and now that's why I have to let that go. It's just for me and my mental health, letting that go, which doesn't make you a failure, which doesn't mean you messed up, which doesn't mean there's something wrong with you it's making it so you're strong enough to say what's working and what's not and letting go of that part that's not working
1: right I think too that that's a big key and no matter what your journey is is figuring out what's working and what's not and making those adjustments so that you can reach your goal because if you keep going down that path and something isn't working and you're not aware that it's not working, you can get yourself into a bigger like hole and problem.
0: Right, and that's why right when I started noticing those little things happening, I really wanted to nip it in the bud and be like, I'm not doing this anymore because there should be no reason why I'm dictating all my choices and decisions based on what a scale is gonna say. I was getting to a part where I'm trying to overcome an eating disorder, not create a bigger issue of an eating disorder. And especially when I wasn't able to eat my food, I was kind of gagging to get it down. I physically couldn't eat. I think that was one of my number one signs of this needs to stop now. Like we're not going to keep pretending, oh yeah, I'm fine with the scale and keep doing it. And to keep having those things become bigger issues.
1: Well, when you lost that joy of eating whatever it was that you had had, and then you weren't able to physically eat certain things like at that point like something's got to change
0: right and it could have been easy for me to pretend you know especially when i share so much of myself and i share so much how these daily weigh-ins have been helping it was would have been easy for me to just keep doing it and to pretend it was fine and i know you know sometimes i didn't even tell kevin how bad i was upset because the scale went up a little bit i was like yeah i'm fine whatever but it was like slowly you know in these past few weeks it was like crushing me Um, And I think that's why I went to doing multiple weigh-ins, because I was hoping for a different result. Because if the result was different, then I would feel better. And so I think all these little cues were happening, and I really had to be like, you know what? Enough. Right. And I think that... I think that's
1: big credit to you, too, to be aware enough and notice that that's what was going on, and to stop it right away, as opposed to allowing it to continue. And saying, okay, and kid yourself. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not really doing this. Oh, I'm not really... It's not dictating my choices and my other actions and and to keep doing it and to keep spinning your wheels and not really getting anywhere.
0: Right, and that's why I think it's so important. Of um, Things could change super fast. Oh, like, absolutely. I was so okay, honestly, with the daily weigh-ins. I was obviously not happy when the scale went up, but I felt okay dealing with it. I felt like I was in an okay place that it was making a difference. And then how quickly it changed So it's not, like I said, feeling like all of that was for a waste or I shouldn't have been doing that because that led me here now where it's not working. But I think that's just how important or shows why it's so important to really listen to yourself because your feelings, your thoughts, your emotions could change so drastically and it's so important to be able to listen to yourself and your needs and your wants and what's best for you and kind of change it up as much as you need. And it doesn't mean in a week or two I won't be back to daily weigh-ins, but I think it, it. there's no way to know right now. And I right. think that's why it goes down to what do you need in this moment? What do you need to do? And for me in this moment, it's not good, bad, fail, win. Is I'm choosing to stop the daily weigh-ins and hopefully by focusing on me, what I need, my food, my workouts, and kind of trying to enjoy those things again without putting my success on that scale, it'll just help me keep the recovery process going
1: right and i think that's again a big credit to you for being aware and making those choices um
0: because it can be hard like you can part of me before i talked to kevin about it yesterday was like i feel like i failed like so many people can weigh themselves and not care so many people do daily weigh-ins and say it's just a tool so many people say how much it's helped them and for a slight second i felt like what's wrong with me that i can't do this like what's wrong with me that it's not working for me or that i feel like i have to stop um and i think that's what's important is reminding yourself just because it works for everyone else doesn't mean it's going to work for you or that it has to work for you or that you're a failure because it doesn't work for you um and i kind of had to remind myself of that like just because i thought this was a good idea doesn't mean it wasn't a good idea or that it didn't help me out for the little bit of time I was doing it. But right now with where I'm at, it just needs a slight adjustment. And that is fine. Like it, like I said in the beginning, it doesn't make you a failure. It doesn't mean you failed or your overall goal is now washed away and you're starting over because you had to change things up. It makes you really strong that you're actually listening to your wants, your needs and what you need to do and making those switches along the way. Well, and
1: making those choices that are best for you because it's what you need, not because what somebody else does not works for them. Right. I mean, I think ultimately that's what it boils down to for you to have success. You have to do what's workable and sustainable for you. You can't do what somebody else's plan is or what works for them because it might not work for you and it might not be sustainable for you. And the sooner that I think that you came to realize that and did what was best for you, that's where you're going to get the results that you're looking for.
0: Right. And I think what what's so important to remember is life's not perfect. Our best laid plans are going to go awry at times. You know, we can think this is exactly have this perfect plan. I have my, my food prepped. I have my workouts ready. I feel ready. I feel good. I feel ready to go. And you think you have this perfect plan and, you know, in, prog- in process. But it might not work. It, yeah.
1: And I think that's too, it, it it takes you being aware and knowing, okay, this isn't working. What else can I do to be able to make that progress mm-hmm. and make that jump to the next level of saying, okay, I am going to reach these goals and do this is being but aware. Just in that, a different way. In a maybe different then. way. Right. And it, it, it's not saying that, again, like you didn't fail, you didn't, whatever, you found out, okay, this isn't working and you switched to a different spot or a different thing and that's more than okay, and that's what you should be doing.
0: Right, and I think it's important for me to not say okay, this isn't working and completely jump all the other way and start emotional eating and binging and like what happened before is it's not I failed, it's I just need to find a new way to keep moving Absolutely. forward. Absolutely.
1: I think, too, that's, that's why we wanted to talk about this is because it was such a hard thing for you to come out and say to me and talk to me with was that you were struggling with the scale and that you needed to make a change. Because, like you said, you did feel like you were failing and letting people down by making that choice. And and I think, like we talked about, it's, it's again, it's what you need to do to make the progress towards your overall goal. It could be changing every single day.
0: And it wasn't working for me to keep telling myself, oh, yeah, the scale went up. I'm fine. And Kevin to be like, you know what, it's just really hot, it's whatever, because deep down inside it was killing me. And by me pretending I was fine wasn't helping anyone. Right. Like, it wasn't getting me the help I needed. It wasn't Kevin being, that you know, fully understanding and being able to support me that I was struggling. Um, it was not helping anyone to pretend i was fine or that things were going right because i wanted to be doing this like
1: if you were fine that's one thing but if you're pretending that you're fine that's something else
0: right and i think that's where it was heading was i would start pretending that oh yeah it's fine it's fine this is fine this is fine like olaf says like even (laughs)
1: deep down inside i think you know why it's doing what it's doing but it was still affecting you and bothering you right
0: and i think that's that's such an important thing to bring up because I'm a very logical person I'm very much I know it's hot and my body swells up and I retain a lot of fluid I know that if I'm sore the scales gonna go up I know that it's normal for the scale to go up I can sit here and talk to someone else who's struggling about the scale for days on end about why that number doesn't matter why the scales up why it shouldn't matter but reality is, inside, it's, refect- it's
1: affecting you, right. and that's just like at that point, it's time to make a change because right. it's not worth it to allow it to affect you and dictate your choices right. and your Because it's one
0: thing for me to say, I know it doesn't bother, it doesn't matter. I know why it's up, but it's another thing to know that, but not to be feeling that way. Right, and that's where I was. Was mentally, I knew the scale didn't dictate how I was. I knew how I was feeling mattered so much more, but I was still having those feelings of. Letting it dictate and, you know, rule the choices and the decisions I was making. And that's such a hard balance, too, when you know something. Right. But you feel something else.
1: Right. But I think, too, it's also important to bring up about not changing every day because for the sake of change. I think it's important to put a plan in place. And to kind of stick to that plan to see, okay, is it working or is it not working at the same time? Right. Um,
0: Because that can also be an excuse. Oh, yeah, I did the gym for two days. I didn't really like it. I'm just going to give up. Right. Like it's important to put a plan in place and
1: stick and stick to it and make sure, okay, it's working or it's not working before you just jump around. And like you said, you noticed it early on last week. And as it went on and continued on through the week and by yesterday, it's like, okay, it's time to make a change because Mm -hmm. my feelings and my mood is not changing. My actions are changing. And those those choices are not okay at this point.
0: Right. When it was out of my control where I physically could not eat and I was gagging on the foods I was eating, that's completely out of my control. That's nothing that I was like, oh, I'm just upset about the scale. That's actually a physical thing that was happening with my body. That's not okay. Right. And so that's when it was like it's bigger than just I'm upset that the numbers going up right. and, you know, being someone who does struggle with an eating disorder, that's one of the biggest triggers that. Oh, that's I the biggest warning sign
1: too. Is that, that like something's right. going on and you're having disordered eating when you physically you're hungry, you're ready to eat, and when you start eating, you don't want to eat it.
0: Right. So I think it's just a matter of really listening to yourself, and it can be hard. It's obviously hard for me to sit here and talk about it um, and to kind of you kind of read or you hear classic things of, oh, these are kind of the symptoms of eating disorders or these are kind of the things. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I experience it but when you're actually experiencing those things. It's really hard.
1: I think when you're living those things, it's hard. Like it's easy to say, OK, yeah, that I, that I had I dealt with this. I suffered with this. I overcame this and here I am. But when you're actually living those like day in and day out and you're feeling and experiencing those emotions and those actions, like it's hard to admit, but it's, it's harder to keep living that, that path or following right. that path. Like, I think that's why it's so important that you, and, and important and good that you are willing to would say admit and say like, this isn't working. I'm ready to change and I'm ready to kind of pick a different path and keep going towards my goal.
0: Because that's a huge part of recovery is not just focusing on, well, I still have an eating disorder, but it's being strong enough to admit when things aren't working or when you're having a hard time or when you're struggling and being able to reach out and be like, you know what, I need extra help or I need extra support or right. something that was working is no longer working like that takes so much strength. And that's a huge part of recovery and that's a huge part of my recovery is to know when enough is enough and to kind of stop the actions and the decisions you're making that aren't working and actually be in tune with yourself and what you need and what your body needs and mentally what's best for you and making those changes so like i said it's not you failed because it's not working and it's not something's wrong with you because it works for everyone else and it doesn't work for you right it's actually being strong enough to say, I need to make little changes along the way. And the plan I had for myself, is, doesn't mean it was a bad plan, but things in life, unfortunately, don't go perfectly. The that way, road's
1: closed right now. We're going to take a detour. Yeah,
0: exactly. The road we think is going to take us where we need to go sometimes needs altered and changed a little bit. Right. But the direction I'm still heading is forward and forward is still forward, even if it's a different way than we thought we were going to get there.
1: Yeah. But I think that's the biggest thing is change for the sake of change isn't always good, but change when you know, okay, this way isn't working to change and say, okay, I'm going to do what's best and what's going to work. Or even, okay, let's try this. And if it doesn't work, then you can always try a third thing or a fourth thing. Like, it's not like there's only one way to get to the destination. Because
0: because I didn't know if daily weigh-ins were going to work for me when I started. I've never done it before. So I gave it a try. I did it for a few months. What, two months? Three Uh, months? Probably
1: almost three. Yeah, you started probably midway So I gave it a good
0: go. I gave it a good shot. But right when I felt like it wasn't working... I had to change it but i never knew if it was going to work unless i tried right and i'm proud of myself that as scary as it was to do those daily weigh-ins that i actually pushed myself to try something new that might help me and i think i've made huge progress because of that so it's not i did all that for nothing no
1: absolutely i think that- i
0: learned i grew i learned about myself and my body and how my body works and learned about the fluctuations and how they're okay and it's just at this part and this chapter, this phase of my life, right. it's not serving me and it's not helping me. And so I kind of have to kick it to the curb well, for a little bit. I think that's important
1: too. Like you said, like you learned like, okay, if I have this big workout, I work out extra long and I'm extra sore, you know, for a hundred percent fact, you're retaining more water. You're going to weigh more that next day. Right. Like, you knew that you came to learn like, okay, I did a big workout tonight. Tomorrow morning when I stand on that scale, that number is going to be up.
0: Right. And I kind of even got to a point where I would wake up and I'm like, I bet you the scale is going to be up a little bit. And I stood on it and I was like, yep, I was right. And I was not happy about it, but I felt good because I was learning to know how my body felt.
1: And react and respond to different situations. You
0: know, sometimes I'd be like, you know what? I feel really good today. I bet the scale, you know, is going to be down. And I would start kind of guessing what it was going to be. And I was fine with it. Right. Like there was a point where it kind of became a game where I was like, oh, yep, today it's up. Yep, I'm right. And I would move on and totally be fine. And then just some sort of switch happened. And I can't exactly say for sure what it was, but something. And I think that's part of like that disordered eating and that disordered body image that I'm still struggling with. It kind of kicked in and it kind of was like, nope, this isn't working right now. Right. And it's just swerving a little bit. It's not turning around and just going back the other in direction. a little in the road. You're just kind of making a little swear event, but still, forward is forward no matter which way works for you, Um, and I think I am a little bit upset that I have to kind of make these changes or that I'm still struggling as badly as I am with the eating disorder or with my body image. Um, It makes me sad a little bit, Um, but I'm also really proud of myself for being like, you know what? I am struggling with this. I was doing these things that were not okay. And I'm going to make that change so I can keep moving forward to live my best life. Right.
1: And I think the biggest thing for me that I was so happy to see was like when you had that moment on Friday night when the power went out and you were like having this big meltdown, like I'm not going to be able to eat my dinner. And then you pulled yourself out of it and were like, why would I not eat dinner? Because there's no power. And you switched that thinking and you realized, okay, what would my therapist say? What would I tell other people? and you realized what was going on, and you kind of really did pull yourself out, no matter how hard that was, you openly admitted, I'm having this struggle. I'm going to fix this problem. And you went and you chose a a thing that was a healthy thing. It wasn't like you went and said, okay, I'm going to have all the burgers and french fries and ice cream Mm -hmm. and everything on end. You went and you said, okay, I'm going to get a chicken salad with vegetables on it. And what better choice can you make?
0: Right. And I think... I could sit here and say I'm so upset that I'm still struggling so badly with my eating disorder or I can sit here and say You know what? I am struggling so badly, but I'm continuing to do what I need to do to heal And I think that is huge progress from where I was Even a few months ago. No, absolutely. And so I think that's what we have to focus more on is not Everything all the time of what's not working and failures and you know your struggles but how much you are progressing and recovering and healing when you when you don't even realize it. Um,
1: but I think, too, you overall, from the time you started doing the daily weigh-ins till now, you learned so much about yourself, about what eating right does look and feel like, and you learned about the the workouts and that kind of stuff that you don't need to work out every single day for five hours a day to make progress. Mm-hmm. You can do that little half-hour, 45-minute workout, and that, that's good enough. You don't mm-hmm. have to push yourself way past, like, being able to function next right. day, and because... for me,
0: it's about having foods I enjoy, enjoying my foods, enjoying my workouts, finding right. workouts I love doing, and focusing on that, not how many calories is this workout gonna burn, or is this workout long enough that am I burning enough calories, or right. is this, you know, good enough? It's doing the movements and the routines and the exercises that feel good and that I enjoy, and I feel like I love the workout program I'm on right now. I love the foods I'm eating right now and it started taking a shift and that's why it's really time to pull it back in and get back to that place. And I think the biggest thing to note is if I started having this sort of, if the power went out a year ago and I was in this same spot, I would not have had anything to eat at all. Like I would have waited till the power came back on or didn't eat anything. Um, so like Kevin said, the, the progress in just being able to go off plan and eat food and, you know, I ate the whole thing. There wasn't one piece of lettuce, chicken, vegetable, rice left in my bowl. Um, and I actually sat there and I enjoyed it is huge progress. It doesn't matter that what got me there where I had the huge meltdown and was like, I'm not doing this. I can't do this. I can't eat this food. That doesn't matter as much as actually taking those feelings, those thoughts, those whatever, and being able to switch it to then actually end up enjoying the meal that I was having such anxiety about having. And I think that's the progress that we need to focus on is finding the positives in those little situations and those little challenges and not looking at these little things as failures, but as ways to grow, evolve, and learn, and keep moving forward.
1: Absolutely. I think that's a perfect way to wrap up this episode is to, to end on that note of of taking those little changes and not looking at as failures, but as ways to grow. Right. So with that, I think we'd like to thank you for listening and watching this episode. Um, If you haven't taken the time to rate and review it and subscribe to us, wherever it is that you consume podcasts, we would greatly, greatly appreciate that. That really helps us, uh, new people find us. Um, So we would truly, truly appreciate you taking the time to rate, review and subscribe. Um, And we'd also like to say, remember... It's It's never never too late late to fly.